All right, we are back. Uh, another edition of the Softy Hawk Blogger podcast, sponsored by nobody because nobody would sponsor this nonsense. Uh, unless you got a company or business, or I don't know, maybe you want to mention like your uh, your son's graduation coming up uh, in the spring. You want to mention that? You want to pay for that? We'll take your money. Uh, but every week we're talking Seahawk football. And Brian, I wonder if your son. Isaac, ever came home with a report card and you opened it up and you were expecting the worst and you looked at it and you and you thought to yourself, whoa, hey, hey, look at this. This is exceeding all my expectations. Nice job, son. And I wonder if we kind of feel like that right now with the Seahawks football team. If you were on a boat, had no internet service at all, no idea what the hell happened in the first 13 games of the year and you saw eight and five, would you have that same, hey, look at this here. What do we got now on our hands in Seattle? How about this, baby? How surprised are you that you and I are sitting here, honestly, after 13 games, having a conversation that includes a Seahawks team that can clinch a playoff spot on Sunday? Yeah, it, it, that is a great analogy, Dave, because that's exactly how I feel about the season. I mean, and, and you know, this, this game this weekend against uh, uh, the Vikings are really on Monday night was just the latest. I, it was different than I expected it to be in some regards. Like, I did not expect the Seahawks to pile up over 200 yards rushing. I mean, that is a great defense they're going against. A lot of pride and a lot of talent. And uh, the Seahawks overpowered them on the ground, and that was, that was great to see. Um, other things, though, that, that went kind of as expected was that they did have trouble scoring. Um, and, um, you know, this is one of the things that's really nice about this team that's different than past years is I don't think Seahawks the last two years could win a game when Russell Wilson was not able to pass the ball well. And now the Seahawks um, have that capability. Yeah, you're exactly right. I I made the comparison after the game on Monday night to the 2016 Pac-12 championship game where Washington could not throw the ball to save their ass but they still ran the ball down the Buffalo's throat, and they knew what was coming, and they still couldn't stop it. To me, this is exactly what we've all been waiting for, and I think the shocker, Brian, is how fast it came. I mean, normally something like this would take maybe a couple years to put together, maybe you know, two or three seasons to find the right pieces and parts to get back to where you want to be, but they've, they've done this in a year. I mean, they were a really good rushing team in 2015, and then 2016-17, now 2018, they're back, and they're number one in the NFL. I'm shocked at how quickly this thing has turned around. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think there's, there are definitely bouquets to hand out to Pete Carroll and John Schneider and the players and, and that. I also think it's – I don't know if you agree with this, Dave, but I think the NFL is having a down year in some regards. I do not believe there is a super team. Yeah. I do not believe there is a, a, a Titan out there. And so I think the league's a little down. And so the Seahawks going a little bit up and the league coming down has resulted in pretty good uh, outcomes for the team. And you know what? I'm with you a thousand percent. I actually had that thought in my brain. It's like you're living in Softy's head. I had that thought in my brain the other day that there's no obvious choice right now to win a Super Bowl. Even the Saints have showed some flaws in the last couple of weeks. And, you know, I put this on Twitter and got crushed by Rams fans, as you would expect, that I think the Rams are a bit of a fraud. The Saints can be had and the NFC is wide freaking open. It sounds like you agree with that. Absolutely. How could you how could you watch the Dallas Saints game or the Bears Rams game and not walk away saying, yeah, if if you um, have a ground game and you have a defense that that uh, you know can slow a team down at least a little bit, that you don't have a chance to win. I mean, uh, the Saints had trouble in Tampa Bay. Um, the Rams have had all they could handle from the Seahawks in both games, yeah. and you could really argue that the Seahawks should have won both of them. So. 
Uh, there's nothing really about the Rams that makes me feel like intimidated. In fact, I would love to see the Seahawks go into LA and be the ones to end the Rams season. That would be that would be a fantastic. Uh, you know, highlight for for the year. Well, I I think going into anybody's stadium in week two of the playoffs and ending somebody's season would be fantastic. Uh, it would be a little bit sweet, I think, to have it be the Rams. But we got to win on Sunday first, pal. And as I said today on Twitter, the cool thing about Sunday is that the Hawks are one win away from allowing us to dream about going back to a Super Bowl. As as crazy as that sounds for wild card teams to to pull that off. It has been done before, obviously, and as you said, a lot of parity in the NFL. You win on Sunday, and you can say you're three wins away from getting back to a Super Bowl, but let me ask you this, honestly, man, this this team that came here a couple weeks ago and threw for 400 yards on that Hawk defense, what's your concern meter at for the game on Sunday? Well, I, you know, I'd say it's like a three out of ten, you know. I, I, I think that I actually, I still believe in Kyle Shanahan as an offensive coach and a coordinator i think he's a, a a really brilliant mind and i think he's showing some signs of of uh gelling with nick mullins dante pettis has been playing well obviously george kittle's been having a great season big game last week and and i think that you know we'll see i don't know if they're going to get maurice goodwin back or not um pierre gasson is, is out for the year so that, that that's a big deal but um yeah I, I think can they rise up and give the seahawks some challenges sure if the Seahawks defense plays anywhere near the way they played against the Vikings, yeah. it's a different, it's a different, it's a huge difference. The tackling was remarkable in that game. The amount of times Dalvin cook almost broke it for a long run, mm-hmm. but the Seahawks got him by an arm or a shoe or something. That was a lot of those Dave and, and against the 49ers, it was sloppy. So I do think there's a chance the Seahawks could do it. I do not expect another 43-16 whomping, right. but uh, they, they, they should win. They should absolutely win. Well, you game. mentioned Minnesota. I was on with a radio station in San Francisco this morning who asked, you know, how much of that was about great defense and how much of that was about bad offense. And there's no doubt that Vikings are struggling uh, internally as, you know, they just fired their offensive coordinator. But, I mean, come on, man. You, you hold a, a, a NFL team. I don't give a damn who the players are to seven points and you shut them out for what 58 and a half minutes i mean come on this is still a a viking team that put up 29 on green bay 23 on philadelphia 27 against the cardinals 37 against the jets 24 against the lions 24 against the packers and they had a season low i believe seven points against the hawks no six points against buffalo so second lowest point output of the year Uh, don't just tell me that was about a crappy offense man no, I mean, the, the Vikings were a top 10 passing offense coming into that game. Um, they passed it more often than any other team in the league. And the Seahawks, before that final drive, like for three and three quarters of that game, held them to under 100 yards passing or around 100 yards passing. So, um, yeah, I, I think it was an outstanding performance. I've been hard. I told you, I've not been sold on Trey Flowers or Shaquille Griffin this year. I don't think they've played as well as some people are giving them credit for. That was clearly their best game, in my opinion. Yeah. I think both of them stood up. I thought both of them made plays in the ball. Would have been nice if Trey Flowers could have made a play on that deep pass to, to, to Diggs. But I, I have a ton of respect for Diggs and Thielen. And for them to, to be pretty much non-factors, that's both credit to the Seahawks. And it's a fireable yeah. offense for the offensive coordinator. And that's end up, end up being what happened. Well, back to Shaq for a quick second. I, I don't know if I brought this up with you last week, but did mention uh, if you heard Pete Carroll's comments about Shaq Griffin a week ago when Art Teal asked him, uh, has he met expectations? And Carroll kind of hemmed and hawed and basically said, well, let's, let's see how this goes, which is Carroll's way of saying no, he has not met expectations. And I thought, hey, look, there's a method, Brian, 
to Pete Carroll's madness. And that message, I think, got back to Shaquille Griffin. And I think you saw him respond to that on, on, on Monday night. I certainly hope so. I mean, I hope it's that simple and he's going to click it in. Um, let's see if he can – like, this is a team that they should be able to go back-to-back. These guys are not as good as the Vikings were at receiver or in the past game. So, um, you know, if they are good enough to do what they did on Monday night, they should be able to do even better this week. This is one of the highest turnover rate teams in the NFL. Let's see him pick off another pass. Let's see him, let's see him actually make some more plays on the ball. Let's see Trey Flowers get his first interception. You know, like, let, let's see that happen. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, you can clinch the five seed if you win on Sunday and the Dolphins knock off Minnesota. So I think we're big uh, Miami fans this weekend. But I, I saw something you tweeted out, and, and you know what? I'm kind of with you. Normally, uh, I, I think all your takes are just cockamamie and ridiculous. But this one I kind of I agree know, with. Yeah, the uh, the take on, you know what, let's, let's see that Kansas City game means something. Maybe not everything for the Seahawks, and it sounds like it certainly feels like, as of right now, it might mean more for Kansas City than Seattle, but I would love to see what this defense can do against Patrick Mahomes before they go to the playoffs, because let's face it, if they make a run the way we're all hoping they're going to make a run, Jared Goff, Drew Brees, they're going to see some pretty high-octane offenses. I would love to see what this defense does against Mahomes uh, in uh, a week and a half from now, man. Yeah, it's a it's a measuring stick game, and it's absolutely something that's going to have impact on their confidence um, going into those games. So uh, it's going to be a great challenge. Um, I think it's going to be a great game to watch. You know, let's hope that they take care of business this week so that we can really just enjoy that and, and uh, not sweat what's going on there. Yep. And I don't know, Dave, if you've been a part of the Twitter phenomenon that is uh, Cable Thanos, um, but I think we all want to see more of his uh, videos show up uh, next week. I'm with you. Those are great, man. It's, I, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome what the average red-blooded American citizen can do when given a platform. And you and I are proof positive. Well, yeah. That, no doubt. And he's, he's been a great addition to the Hawk Blogger team. So if anyone is wanting to see more of his videos or um, see what's coming out, uh, follow on, on Facebook on Hawk Blogger, on YouTube at Hawk Blogger. All that stuff's going to get posted there. And uh, we'll, keep, we'll keep getting cable as many places as we can. I love it. Hey, you're the man, and we'll talk uh, next week. All right, buddy? See you. Thanks, Dave. You got it. Brian Nemhauser, hawkblogger.com, with us on the air. Find him on Twitter, at hawkblogger, the website, hawkblogger.com. It's free, and like Facebook, it always will be. All right, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week before the Chief game. Go Hawks. See you, bye.